0: This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.
1: This episode of All Possibilities is powered by Sennheiser, the future of audio. The entire premise of this show is in its name, All Possibilities. Learning everything we can about how to become all that is possible by making use of all that is possible even technology, without limit. And one thing we all have in common that has no limits? Dreams. So how can we be sure that interpreting and understanding our dreams can have a practical impact on our waking lives? Actually, as the saying goes, there's an app for that. Coming up, Sansan Fabri, founder and CEO of Dreamy App, which she says is the only machine-learning-powered, personalized dream interpretation app, shares why this app may just be able to help you change your life through your dreams. She'll cover unconscious triggers, the science-based Jungian principles, the global dream wisdom bank, and a personal story that brings everything full circle. Welcome to the All Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Chan, intuitive life purpose coach and founder of Being My Purpose. Together, let's embark on a discovery of all possibilities. Sansan, San, welcome to All Possibilities. I'm so happy you could join us today. I'm so excited to be here. So dreamy, this is... Really fascinating, and um, it's AI powered. So I'm curious, even before we get to how this app got started, mm-hmm. what was the path that led you there? I'm sure there are kind of moments that were important in your life that
0: led to the creation of this app. Can you share with us what that? Absolutely. Like for you? Um, my background was in filmmaking. Uh, I pretty much went through the whole gamut of actor, then screenwriter, then producer. Uh, but really, the the common thread is storytelling. And something uh, that I realized very early on, and actually seeped a lot into my work in uh, film and TV, uh, was dreams. I've, I've always been quite obsessed with uh, dreams. I'm a vivid dreamer. I remember my dreams. Um, and I always felt that they are... Um, trying to tell me something and that they are really reaching the core of me, like my truest self, like the one that I doesn't go through the filter of judgment or shame or what is possible even, you know, cause in dreams, anything is possible. Um, So I went to study uh, Jungian dream analysis. Carl Jung is uh, pretty much considered the father of modern dream analysis, uh, kind of alongside Freud, but uh, he departed away from the Freud uh, view. And the main departure was about uh, that he really uh, believed that dreams were meant to express Rather than repress, which was the more Freudian approach, that it was, uh, that it was meant to express and to deal with. Uh, And today, uh, there's just so much research that shows that that dreaming is really where we process through uh, our deepest issues. Um, It it regulates our. it regulates our emotions in regards to those uh experiences that we have in life and in regards to things that happen to us in relationships um uh situations and so that we're not so overwhelmed by that emotion come the morning. Um, what do you what do you mean by regulate our emotions? Sure. Um so let's say you're having a problem with uh your significant other. And it's a problem that you're uh, that you're really grappling with, um, but you know, during the day you have work, you have kids, you have this, you have that, you have a lot of other things to deal with. You're driving; your brain has to focus on the road, and you know we don't really have the the time or space to, you know, when people say, "Oh, if you only just listen to yourselves, if you only just listen to yourself," then. You'd know the answer. And I was like, how can you listen to yourself in this busy, busy, noisy world that we live in? Our brain is dealing with so much. So, by processing through, um, by addressing those issues in a way that is um, emotionally very real, but physically not real, so we can't actually harm ourselves, Um, but right? Physically, but uh, emotionally it feels very real and we're able to kind of test different scenarios. And that's why it often can seem kind of like crazy and weird because again, our mind is uninhibited. Our intuition is uninhibited. Anything can happen. We can end up, you know, seeing a purple cow or um, jumping from a rooftop and uh, finding ourselves swimming all of a sudden. Um, So we're able to test those issues, and thus, by kind of going through them, the emotion is reduced. You know, um, there's a known uh, dream researcher, he's he's a um, uh, neuroscience uh, PhD from UC Berkeley. His name is Matthew Walker. And he says, uh, it is said that time heals all wounds, but it's my experience and my Research that shows that time spent in dream sleep is what really heals, so actually processing that's you processing that's the healing process uh, so it's not time alone but it's time and and the dreaming, which is the processing and that's how it moderates um, you know you do feel eventually a little less anxiety about this or that issue and I'll take it a step further and say that then looking into your dreams, you are furthering the work that your brain is already doing biologically. You are furthering that work of processing because now you're processing it through your conscious mind. And now you're relating things and you're kind of accepting messages Um, reading and accepting the messages from your subconscious and accepting it to to your conscious mind, which then allows you, okay. So I, uh, I often, um, have this analogy that, um, tracking your dreams and really looking into them over time, it creates kind of like your emotional roadmap, And you're better able to see, once you're better able to see where you came from and where you're now facing, what are the turns that are, what are your options going ahead? It kind of lights your way a little bit like we, you know, we get lost in the street when we slap out our phone and we look at our maps and, okay, we know which street we came from, which road we came from, what's our... Destination, what's our goals? And so this is kind of an emotional roadmap that could be your GPS of life. How do you truly Where do you truly stand about things? We sometimes suppress those feelings. We say, "No it's not fair to feel like that, or it's um, not right to feel like that, but that's how you feel. And so this is an unfiltered access that that allows you to kind of map out your entire emotional roadmap, and thus make better decisions on the road ahead, and that can affect every aspect of your life, and that has affected every aspect of my life. Um, so it's kind of like during
1: dream during the dream state, it's it's like an emotional sandbox. You.
0: You're kind of playing around with things, where situation is possible, whatever has
1: happened emotionally,
0: but you're safe physically, Mm -hmm. so you can do anything in that sandbox. You can build a castle, you could, I mean. You know, you could kill or be killed, but it's okay because you're not killing or being killed, and that's something that I tell people uh, very often when they uh, wake up very anxious about uh, a dream that they had in which uh, something horrible happens, like being killed or killing, and or you know something very aggressive and very um, horrifying. And I say, the good news is a horrible dream rarely has a horrible meaning. So I was working with this woman, and she was about to move into a new apartment with a new relationship. It was kind of like a new phase, going into a new phase in the relationship, going into a new home, into a new phase in her life. And she started having those dreams that made her so anxious. She couldn't even go to work. She was she was just completely consumed. She didn't know if she could even move to that place because she kept having the, those dreams in which she's in the new apartment and she's hung herself. And it was just so mortifying for her. And um, what we understood over one session was that it was really about her understanding and that in order to give this, in order to go into this new phase in her life she, and really give it a chance, this new relationship, this new home, that means you do have to let go of some of your old self. But I guess she was so, um, she was hanging on for dear life to some of that identity that she understood she needed to let go of, that it felt like she would have to kill her whole identity which means, you know, which was symbolized in the dream as her killing herself. Uh, so it wasn't a horrible meaning. And understanding that, she understood that it's just um, some awareness. You know, having, having the knowledge is having the power, right? I have this saying, if knowledge is power, then there is no greater power than knowing oneself, I mean, that's the ultimate power, isn't it, to know ourselves on a, on a true and deep and unfiltered level. I mean, what more power than that? Mm. Um, and then to be able to
1: act on it,
0: and then to be choose, able to act choose on it is a
1: path it. that maybe the dream has opened up access to. the The story that you mentioned reminds me of, um, I think it was the first time I ever played with tarot cards. Are you familiar with tarot cards? Of course. And and everyone's afraid of the death card because they think it's it's like a you know, predicting some future horrible thing right. happening, but really it means kind of a a the end end of one chapter and then the start of a right. new and it can mean purifying. Exactly. Kind of Rebirth. kind of like that person yep. having to let go of something that maybe no longer serves her or or just something that um her ego was holding on to and now allowing for something new to arise.
0: Yes. um, It reminds me that uh, during this study we've been conducting, uh, we have a behavioral science PhD in Israel who's conducting a study with us uh, with uh, one of her uh, classes to really show the difference between what dreamy can provide and what you know the the only sources that are out there your Google searches, your gene dictionaries, a couple of apps, a couple of books uh I, they all uh act like a gene dictionary and one size fits all and so um this study will be uh, empirical evidence as to the increased uh personalization accuracy and value to the dreamer of the dreamy style uh personalized interpretation and I'll go later into why that means that we need to be ai uh driven but it reminds me because uh while conducting the study there were quite a few um dreams that had uh the fire motive in them and um And again, these were very, you know, these were anxiety dreams. These were big fear dreams. and uh, Like they were in a fire or there was some... A big fire fire. in a forest or at somebody's home. There was one who even realized that she had a flashback suddenly and realized that when she was mad at her parents, it was her who set the house on fire. So it was, you know, even (laughs) almost more horrifying. But... It really, uh, I realized that for many of those people, once we really broke it down, we really asked them what they felt about the fire in the dream was that it's uh, things like purification came up. It's a purifying, it's a cleansing. It, It burns out the unnecessary, the old, the no longer needed in order to make room for the new growth. Uh, So that a lot of times in dreams, when we dream of death or fire or things that are like, seem like utter destruction, it's actually really great because maybe we're getting rid of something that we really needed to let go of to get to a higher or better place with ourselves. That's okay.
1: Interesting. I like i'm I'm typically someone who has very odd dreams and I don't generally take note of them, but when I do take note i they're usually the scary ones first of all mm-hmm. and and then I'm afraid because I have intuitive abilities separately or maybe i mean in in my mm-hmm. mind separately like during the day I have intuitive um kind of tendencies that my dreams are actually predicting something horrible that will happen. So I like that you kind of come in with this perspective that it is it is a sandbox. It's a way for us to kind of, you know deal with all the things that are happening in real life that maybe our conscious mind does not have the time or the bandwidth to deal with and that they all have some f- meaning that we can derive from it that can help us choose Or at least at.
0: they have meaning that that they have a meaning it's they have the meaning is what they mean to us it, there is no one size fits all and so the meaning is, uh, you know, these f- these dreams that feel predictive um, are just your, probably just your your uh, subconscious uh, mind's way of working out the things that you fear or desire. Uh, it's true that we are more have a higher tendency to recall uh, anxiety and fear dreams. And that is very tied. A lot of these uh, fear and anxiety dreams are tied to our survival mechanism. So another um, another biological uh, function of dreams is to kind of do dry runs of things that we're preparing for. So uh, I guess back in the caveman days, it was it was about escaping real fire or um, combating bears. But in our uh, you know society, in our day to day, it's uh, about um, disappointing somebody or mm, having some failure at work. You know, we have those this dream that's uh, pretty globally common about suddenly you're back in school and you show up to a test and you're. You know that you studied and you know that you knew about the test and somehow you don't even know what the subject of the test is and it's so or, or suddenly you forgot to put pants on or it's just um you know it's just our mind's way of kind of doing a dry run it usually comes up before a big presentation or before something where we feel we're up for a cha- that kind of challenge of presenting something and we then kind of do a dry run of worst case scenario. So those are, so really the the anxiety dreams are, are often a way for us to test out the worst case scenario so that we are prepared, so that our survival instinct is intact. I mean, they did a... Um, an, an experiment with lab rats, and uh, the one or ones that they wouldn't let it go into REM sleep uh, had later a much reduced survival instinct. So they let it sleep. It just, they wouldn't, every time it would slip, in, slip into REM sleep, it would kind of fall into, I don't know, there was some water or something that, uh, jerked it out of uh, the REM sleep, the real deep sleep where we do most of our dreaming, and uh, you know, after uh, and in comparison to those lab rats that were able to go into REM sleep, this one was uh, its its survival instinct was much much reduced. So, um, so this is just a way for us to practice. I had um I had a big conversation that I had to have with my significant partner. And I was just, you know, was tried to work out how to bring this up and how to, what's the best way? And, you know, uh, we try to work it out right at first in our head because we're afraid of being rejected or being unloved or being... um, unheard and so I literally like this this dry run was very literal because I went through exactly this conversation and this situation in my dream with an (laughs) ex-boyfriend because that was safe that was emotionally safe so that was my dry run that's a very literal way of you know showing this example of the dry run so that's probably what you're doing as far as uh, you saying um you know that uh, first of all you saying that you have odd dreams that's the most common thing that i hear people go oh but my dreams are really crazy and i go well everybody's dreams are crazy <laughs> that's just how dreams are they just come to us in um Because there is no inhibition, because there is that, you know, super intuitive, let's try anything, anything is possible. Um, They seem crazy. They're not. They really are just, when you really boil it down... Like when you go beyond just the personal experience and you start tapping into the collective unconscious, it really is just about the human experience. It's, um, let's say, fear of rejection or uh, fear of failure or uh, desire to be heard. And um, so that's that that's. That's in regards to the odd dreams. In regards to um, uh, not often remembering your dreams, dream recall, which is true. Most people uh, have a, not a high dream recall um, and they do tend to remember the horrible ones the most. Um, but it's a muscle. It's a muscle just like anything else. So just setting an intention, just telling yourself before you go to sleep, I will remember my dreams in the morning. Do that for a week. You will start remembering your dreams. And then write them down first thing in the morning. Or better yet, download the Dreamy app. And you can even record yourself without having to open your your eyes. And uh, journaling is another way to increase your recall. And once you start paying attention to your dreams, the more and more you will remember.
1: Do you have a story or a comment you'd like to share? I'd love to hear from you. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at All Possible Show. You can also connect with me directly at my own website, beingmypurpose.com.
0: Entreprenista. A woman who organizes and operates a business, taking on greater-than-normal financial risks in order to do so.
1: One who has a drive, passion, and vision with an undying determination to succeed.
0: She is fiercely motivated, ambitious, and competitive, forging her own path to independence and success. That's an entrepreneurista. Through the conversations on the podcast, we want to celebrate failures, reflect on successes, and get unfiltered about what it takes to be your own boss. This is the Entrepreneista podcast presented by
1: Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have with must-hear real-life
0: looks at how leading women in business are getting it done and what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram with no filters, no limits, and plenty of surprises. Check out all our latest episodes at Entrepreneistopodcast.com. Okay,
1: so from what you had shared. My takeaway is that dreams are important for us to remember and that they serve a purpose that they're that we can glean meaning from them that can help us in our lives. And that's really interesting because I I don't do that because I have perused dream dictionaries before and thought, oh, that's great. you know, this is mm-hmm. interesting symbolism, but I hadn't yet um, bridged, taking those symbols and really turning them into
0: actionable steps in my own life. And I'll tell you why I think that is. I think that is because those dream dictionaries tend to be very generic and very one size fits all. And so, yeah, sometimes because of confirmation bias, we'll go, oh, yeah, we'll try to fit that, you know, round peg into a square hole. Right. Or does it go the other way around? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> um It's a little bit – but it's a little bit like um, if you're interested or you are buying into astrology, it's a little bit like the difference between reading your horoscope horoscope in a magazine. And, again, they have to keep it quite generic in order for it to fit. I mean, really, all people who are Aries over this month – all over the world, regardless of their personal experience and their own background and all their own persona DNA um, are going to go through this experience. So it it just tends to be very generic, very one size fits all, and very irrelevant to the context of you and your life and your personal experience. And that's what I found when I wanted, I started by just I knew I wanted that app. I thought, well, there's got to be an app for this, right? There's an app for everything. And uh, this was around 2016. And I so I downloaded any app I could find about uh, dream interpretation. And they all were that. They were all a, di- a dream dictionary. They all gave me those one-size-fits-all. And they tell me that um, dreaming of a cat means... Um, I don't know a man's best friend. I happen to I don't know why, but I don't trust cats. To me they are a symbol of untrustworthy. I'm a dog person. What can I do? Um so obviously, you know, I and I knew enough because I've studied this. I knew enough that this is you can't tell somebody what every Image in their dream means. The only one that knows is the dreamer. And that's what what Carl Jung started and kind of went into all of modern uh, psychology is that every image in the dream really depends on the dreamer. The meaning depends on the dreamer. So uh, if you dreamt that you were swimming in the ocean, to one, ocean may mean wild or free. And to another, it may mean calm. And to another, it may mean danger and I, who am I to impose on you what it means? And so I realized that these were unsatisfactory. And I um, heard that Apple was casting for a show called Planet of the Apps. It's a Shark Tank-like show for uh, app builders. And I thought, well, I don't know anything about the world of tech, but you know, I know enough about creating a a one-minute pitch video, and so I submitted, and I went through. Lo and behold, they kept calling me back, and I went all the way to the finals. And so I obviously got some validation from it that Apple saw this as something very interesting, that they kept uh, selecting me from from, – different rounds of casting and this Um, was just the this was still when it was an idea this was just an idea Mm -hmm. but the other thing that happened during the submission process is I had to go into more and more development on paper at least because they asked more and more for the following submissions. So at the end, I had to, the last submission was a 10-minute pitch video. And as a content creator, I know that 10 minutes is a lot of content. So I really had to go deep into development, at least conceptually. And that's kind of what uh, gave me the validation to go, okay, this is it. I'm doing this.
1: Amazing. I mean, not many people will see a problem that they'd like to solve and then create an idea for it and actually move it along. It seemed like you had help to to kind of push you further and further to think about what could this look like. So, okay, so now you have the idea, you have the, you know, 10-minute video of it. How did you get from that to creating the app and making it powered by... AI T- tell us about what
0: I mean, that, that sounds cool what what right. does that involve <laughs> so i i didn 't know much about creating an app or anything about technology. My background is in film and TV, as I said um, and so I spoke to people because uh, i 'm somebody who doesn 't keep my uh, ideas and innovations close to the vest. I believe that um, my creativity grows when I get to let it grow with bouncing it off of other people and people I respect. And, um, and so I didn't even know what this was called. But I said I said to somebody, well, you know, it, it needs to be more personalized. Like, for example, it could give me choices of what each keyword can mean to me. But it can't just tell me off the bat, um, assign a meaning for me. And somebody said, okay, what you're talking about here is called machine learning. And machine learning is um, kind of and i'm not getting too technical here but kind of a subcategory of artificial intelligence and uh, and again without getting too much into the nitty-gritty of the technology it has better ability to personalize and to uh collect, uh, aggregate, uh, data from different sources. Uh, some of them from available research, because this is really based, uh, the whole system of, uh, of Dreamy is really based on, uh, CBT and cognitive behavior therapy. And a little bit like those, like personality tests where there is some, if then, and, uh, where you have a multi option, uh, multi-answer situation, and it's able to understand what are the better options to even propose to you according to that available research and then according to our entire database. So on a personal level, um, the machine learning learns you. So it learns exactly how Julie feels about cat, about ocean, about boyfriend, about um, whatever it is that came up in your dreams. And so now it knows better. And it also knows since uh, 100,000 people in your demographic who also felt this about ocean also felt that about cat. So the first time you mentioned cat, they we the algorithm figures. Okay, it's a little bit like the Netflix thing, right? It knows what to suggest to you, or the Amazon thing, right? Uh, but also, it's a matter of, and this taps into like the bigger and true big picture vision for Dreamy, is to becoming the, the world's first and only global dream wisdom bank. It's a database not only of dreams, but of cognitive insights into the various ways in which humans relate to the images that appear in their dreams. And so this taps into, uh, again, a uh, Jungian-originated term, the collective unconscious. And there's never been a database that uses technology to and uses people's own self selection intuition their own feelings their own uh, in a in a non personalized way in a non um, in an anonymized way uh, to to glean uh, to glean insights that uh, could be extremely useful to the mental health research and clinical community for example, just like we learned from so much research um, about uh, heart disease, that certain type of lifestyle, a certain type of inactivity connect, connect, connected with um, this kind of demographic, this kind of uh, age range and weight range um, and this kind of eating habits uh, will uh, makes you this percent more likely to contract heart disease. What can we learn here, if not, people of a certain demographic tend to have a certain type of dreams. Um, Maybe people of people who are diagnosed with clinical depression tend to have a certain type of dream. Can we then turn it to detection, early detection and prevention? With people who are starting to have this type of dream, not us as dreamy, but the mental health community that we will share when we have that big data picture, um, can they turn it into preventative? which is really kind of where we're turning with this whole uh, new, uh, you know, there's a huge boom of self-care, of mindfulness, and of using technology. There's a huge intersection now, and obviously that's – your whole podcast is about this, but there's a huge boom in this intersection between um, mindfulness, uh, which is really another – For me, it's very connected to spirituality or it's um, practice that connects you to spirituality um, and technology and science. And there's there's a huge boom and, you know, um, um, meditation apps like Headspace and Calm are, you know, are, are booming and and and. Self-care apps and uh, cognitive behavior apps. And uh, there is a, a big shift in the collective unconscious. Uh, and for some reason, dreams have been neglected. And unlike meditation, see, meditation was, you know, just 30 years ago. It was barely at the very fringe of Western society. And today it's practiced by Fortune 500 CEOs and their employees and everybody else. Uh, and dream somehow is, is something that you don't even need to go and set aside the 10 minutes to do. I'm not saying that uh, meditation doesn't have its uh, very valid place, but a lot of the benefits of dream, dreaming, dream therapy, tapping into your dreams on a regular basis is... Just another mindfulness tool and has similar benefits, you know, reducing stress, having a better connection with yourself. Self-increasing self-awareness, which means increasing uh, self-confidence and self-acceptance, which increases your acceptance of others and your compassion to others and therefore affects every uh, area of your life, helps you sleep better, uh, reduces stress and anxiety related sleep disorders. You know, stress is, uh, is, uh, is the health epidemic of the 21st century. And again, just like meditation, dream therapy is a tool to, for mindfulness and for reducing this kind of stress-related, you know, many uh, mental and physical disorders. So understanding our dreams
1: then helps decrease stress.
0: Correct, because it's dream therapy. It's just like Therapy, um, It's not only the dreaming, but it's the understanding what the dream means to us means that we understand ourselves better. Again, it's that unfiltered view to our truest self, to our core self. Sometimes, like, I didn't even know about that, going back to that big conversation I I had to have with my significant other. I didn't even know how anxious I felt about that. I just went along thinking, yes, I need to address this. I'm going to wait for the right time and the right place. You know, we, it's not something that I want to take lightly, but I didn't even realize until I tapped into my dream, until I started looking into my dream and saw that the anxiety that was related to that conversation that ended up happening in my, in my dream was that I will be rejected. Is that this conversation will be, that's it, I'm done with you. And that was like the archaic, this, 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 you know, deep anxiety. And just understanding that, I was able to calm myself and say, hey, it's, that's not, you know, that's not happening. And you know him enough to know that he's not breaking up with you over a conversation. So, and moderate. You know, I was as I was able to moderate my anxiety in regards to that, again, furthering the biological function of dreams. Mm. So you were able to control your emotions with this wider perspective. And I don't like saying control, but I like saying moderate, moderate your emotions. so that it's not so overwhelming. Anxiety mm. has a has a way of really overwhelming us. And most likely you were
1: probably able to you know show up at work or show up in life absolutely with, in a different way because right. you were finally able to put this And I was thing even to able rest.
0: to address it with him and say you know I had a lot of anxiety about this I actually like in my dream you totally you know rejected me in such a finite way um and it was it, it helped to get it out there in the air and see how silly it is. You know how some therapies they say just just saying your silly, uh deep negative belief, you realize how silly it is. And that's what I call deconstructing the the monster, because those horrible dreams have this hold on us that's like a monster because we don't dare to look at it. But the minute we look at it, at this horrible dream, and we start teasing it apart, so we look at this monster, and we go eye, and we go whisker, and we take the ear apart, and the tail apart, and the fangs apart, and suddenly it's just a collection of a fang, and an eye, and a whisker, and it's not so scary anymore, and you've you've uh, depowered it.
1: Are you interested in getting your own intuitive reading? Are you wondering how you can align more with your purpose? I offer introductory sessions to my Discover Your Purpose readings and coaching. As part of the All Possibilities community, you get 10% off the intro session. You get a one-on-one phone call with me where I'll do an assessment of your life and give you an intuitive reading on the highest guidance for you at this time you'll get actionable steps that you can get started on to create the life you want. Just use all possibilities 2018 as the promo code. That's all possibilities 2018. Visit beingmypurpose.com for more information on my services. It's uh Really amazing that you are doing all of this, and and you're pretty far along, right? You have mm-hmm. a beta, or you're launching we're, uh, something. We're launching
0: uh, the alpha testing uh, this weekend, so um, I guess by the time we air, uh, it will be launched. Uh, anybody can go to dreammeapp.com. D R E A M E app.com and uh sign up, be on our wait list, and we'll have a lot of incentivized uh f- goodies. Some of them will be the testing of the alpha app. So right now it's in a test mode, but we will let some people who uh make referrals and who, you know, say post it on their social media and bring more people along. We're gonna let them earn a free dream interpretation so they'll be able to download the app the test flight we call it app and and have a free dream so you can anybody can you know uh work towards that sign up and work towards that and um Later on, uh, we will be rolling out the beta in the first quarter of 2019, at which point we will start rolling it out to, say, the first thousand people on the wait list and so on and so forth. And again, people will have a way to kind of bump themselves up the list and get an earlier download and an earlier download Um by uh, making referrals and engaging and participating in other ways that kind of help us grow. Awesome.
1: I realize I haven't asked what the key features are in the app. So how, how exactly does it work? You
0: record yourself talking about the dream? Yeah, and then so AI I'll involved. take you through yeah. a dreamy morning. Uh, the dreamy alarm wakes you gently asking about your dream. You tap the button and you may start recording your dream without even having to open your eyes. So for some people, it's easier to keep the recollection of the dream, um, the details, if you're not taking any new details and any new stimuli from the environment. So you basically just bring the phone, the device to your face and you start talking your dream and you submit it when you're done, at which point we ask you to title your dream, and we ask you to give us, uh, we have an emotion slider to tell us how you felt. Uh, Did you wake up feeling anxious? What's your overall feeling from the dream? From anxious to elated or excited, happy, right? Angry or uh, confused. And that has two purposes. Um, One is so that people who... Everybody can get value from using Dreamy and everybody can start using Dreamy from day number one, even if they don't recall their dream yet in detail. If you just move the emotion slider, then Dreamy, it will spurt a different tree of questions that Dreamy will ask you, which will then jog your memory um, and will still, uh, enable us to, uh, give you some understanding of why it is that you woke up feeling anxious. I mean, were you being chased? Were you, um, feeling suffocated? And so on and so forth. Um, if you did put your dream details, you will then get a selection of adjectives and adverbs, to each keyword. So Dreamy will select keywords that are essential to your dream according to our algorithm that knows how to pick the right keywords and um for each keyword you'll have four options. So it will say okay, ocean means a b c d and boyfriend means a b c d and you just click 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 and then it generates the interpretation. That's it. It's a, it's a Two to three minute max. It's, uh, you know, depending on how long it took you to input your dream. So you use the AI
1: to generate the interpretation Correct. for you based on the things that you have personally selected. The Correct. The
0: behind it. Oh, interesting. So the AI takes, the machine learning takes what you picked and then bounces it off the information we have from previous research, from our own studies, and uh, from our entire database to to understand better, to start with, to even curate those four options, we bring that, that, the AI already works towards curating the four options for you. And they have to be different enough because it's no point giving you an option between strong and powerful. Then that's saying the same. So we want to give you enough options that it, ran, it runs a, a gamut of north south east west emotionally of how you may feel about this image or that this keyword or that keyword in your dream is it possible either at this
1: point or in the future for people to see like let's say on this day let's say I had a dream about um this is a real dream that I had it was a flood A a flood came in and maybe You wanted to see, you know, who else in the world... Not specifically, who else, but like how many other people in the world also had this flood dream or had... so in
0: part that is part of the of the of the meaning behind global dream mm-hmm. wisdom bank it's a wisdom that we will share with everybody, and so yes uh, there's we'll have a community platform to start with where you can just like see what other people who you know somebody from Zimbabwe who had the exact same dream you had, or it also helps us to feel. We're not so crazy. You know how people say, oh, my dreams are odd. My dreams are crazy. You're not. And a lot of people have have those dreams. So, yes, it would be able to say, hey, um, 40% of dreamy users in the past month had a similar dream. Um, and so that's kind of, again, taps into that collective unconscious. Um, on top of that, it... There's a host of other features that we will release later, but people ask a lot about lucid dreaming, which is uh, when in the dream, you know, it's a dream. So there are ways to induce it. And yes, we will have a module that takes you through and helps you induce lucid dreaming, uh, help you induce uh, dream incubation, which is pretty much uh, what I call um, uh, problem solving on demand in your dreams, (laughs) And uh, many other features that just uh, do not exist anywhere else. Cool. I'm really excited. That's a whole area (laughs) I
1: haven't really thought about either you can intentionally dream about something and solve problems
0: yes be like okay mine that That gives me
1: that gives me a whole number of other hours to work with (laughs) it's like okay brain let's let's solve some problems for me when i'm
0: i say you know we have to sleep right we have to we're gonna dream it's not up to us why not tap into it it's just an untapped amazing resource amazing wealth of of that is just untapped I'm tapped
1: into. Awesome. Well, best of luck with the launch and everything. I'm excited to get my hands on it as well and see how it can help me with my own dreams.
0: Wonderful. And
1: yeah, is, is there any kind of last parting wisdom that you have that may be completely unrelated to dreams for our, for our audience? Is there some some nugget that you want to share? From your personal life,
0: I really am a big believer in embrace the process, and life is not Instagram. life is not glitzy and it's and and we have this um, tendency to want to glitzify and I do believe that the only way to really get to the nuggets of gold to your own truth to everything that's worth anything in this world is through getting a little down and dirty just getting gritty getting messy and so embrace the process and all the unpleasant side of sides of it it's mm. uh i feel like there's a story behind there for you <laughs> <laughs> many <laughs> Can
1: you share one briefly? Yeah.
0: Okay. So um, there was a big, big event in my childhood um, when I was about five years old. Uh, My parents had just got divorced. And um, my middle sister and I were sitting on the window ledge. And I had to show off uh, that I was brave enough to stand on the laundry lines. We had those, right? The laundry lines. I used to. I don't know if people can relate. Yeah. (laughs) Am I too old? Um, And I stood, it's just on ropes, right? Um, And something uh, loosened. And uh, I was falling. And I just instinctively grabbed on to the nearest thing, right? It's just an instinct. And the nearest thing was my sister. And so she fell right down uh, with me. And we're fine today. We're fine, but we both Goodness. got, you know, I I just broke my arm. Um she had a bit of more of a of a slight head injury, but she was fine. We were young enough and, you know, her head healed everything healed. Um and uh, for years going through uh, therapy, through regular talk therapy. My therapist, uh, said that there's something in me that feels, uh, that's, gets triggered that has, you know, feels abandoned, uh, by my father. And I said, but I, I wasn't abandoned by my father. My parents no longer got along. They explained it to us very well that they both loved us very much. I saw my dad weekly, um, Again, they, they made sure we, we, knew, we knew it wasn't our fault and it wasn't because they didn't love us or it wasn't because one of them wanted to walk away from us, but because adults sometimes stop loving each other or stop getting along. And really the best thing they could do for us is to separate rather than stay together and fight and be horrible. Um and so i accepted that uh as the truth and and uh so many many years later uh fast forward to 25 years later, I am uh, visiting in Israel, uh, where I'm from, with a boyfriend from here, and uh, we're sitting with my dad, and somehow that incident about uh, us falling out the window uh, comes up, and my dad said, oh, yeah, and that's when I had to uh, return from living in Norway, and I said, living in Norway? I mean, I remember you were on vacation in Norway, you've been on different vacation or uh, work-related trips, and you would always bring me something nice, and I remember the postcard from Norway. I thought it was, you know, in my memory, I've convinced myself the story that I told myself was that he was just on vacation, when really the story was, I found out 25 years later, was that... He did take a job, I took a sabbatical, he took a job in Norway, and he moved there for a year, and that's when we fell out the window. So it kind of validated all these years of me telling, of my therapist telling me, oh, you have some feeling, some trigger of feeling abandoned, and me saying, but in my memory, there was no abandonment. There was just a separation of, of, you know, that was the best thing to do for them and for us. So um, that's about getting down and dirty, I guess.
1: So it's like your subconscious or your unconscious. My unconscious
0: mm-hmm. was feeling abandoned. My conscious mind was saying that does not make sense. Therefore, not actually dealing with it, not actually processing it, therefore not moderating the experience of it, therefore it stayed as a trigger. Mm, Full circle. Full circle
1: (laughs) for for everything, for everything that you shared about dreams. I'm sorry, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's it's a – I think it's a really – Beautiful. If you can like zoom out to see just how beautiful that all of these things allowed you to see just how important it is to process and to look at the unconscious, the subconscious, all of these little layers that, you know, someone like me or anyone else will be like, oh, it's just a dream. It's not important. But look at how important it is for you to address it to no longer have that trigger, to embrace it as you were saying, to embrace the process. So I think that's um, you know, Bravo to you f- to to kind of keep having that open mind uh and, and to have all these people, your support network, you know, the therapist and everyone else mm-hmm. and and your family there, so that you can understand that. And maybe it was a hidden motivator to create this app, to, you know, birth this out of maybe out of an idea. So if anything it makes me think you know dreams are important i mean it, and anything it, what it important.
0: did is it enabled me to truly forgive him mm-hmm. and without forgiveness there is no solving the problem and now i knew what i was forgiving him for and so it enabled also to burst into a whole different level of my current relationship with my father is to know what it is that was always there Unseen, and now to say, okay, now that I know what it is, okay, I can forgive it and it no longer has a hold on me.
1: Yeah, you can heal it. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing that. Of course, it was, thank you. It was, it may, it may have been difficult, but I think it's very, um, I think it speaks to the importance of looking at the unconscious and. How it can have a hold on our lives. We may not realize it. Uh, or if we mm-hmm. do, you know, there are ways to uh, either lessen its hold or allow us to embrace it altogether. So,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely.
1: So thank you, San San, for, for being who you are, for sharing um, your journey with us, and for, for having the guts to go out and create an app. I mean, that takes, <laughs> that takes a lot. So, bravo to you. Thank
0: you, Julie. This was really wonderful. I really enjoyed this journey of exploring the dreamy and my journey. Awesome. And for you,
1: oh, there are so many different nuggets you can take from this episode. Um, one that I can think of is, is see what you can do to look at an area in your life that was hidden, that was unconscious, that you mm-hmm. uh, may not know what the trigger um, can stem from, and see how you can... Embrace
0: it. Embrace the process. As I could sunset. maybe ask my dreams to show me. Yeah. If I keep asking my dreams to show me what is it that's still hidden, because there is. Mm-hmm. Use those dreams. Yeah.
1: I like that. I'm Julie Chan. And until next time, be on the lookout for all possibilities. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at All Possible Show. Episodes are available on iTunes, Google Play, and our website, allpossibilitiesshow.com. This show is produced by Mouth Media Network. No portion of the show may be distributed or published without the expressed written permission of the producers. Thank you for joining us.